0: I'm so sorry that I have not been here, but I also don't want to apologize because I was doing some really important, necessary transition, assimilation, um, transcendence, and really taking stock of what was going on in my life, what I had um, on my plate that was benefiting me and what was holding me back, Um, realizing a lot of deep-seated patterns, subconscious beliefs, um, that have been holding me back and really excited to step into a new chapter of my life, of my commitment to my work, um, of my commitment to myself, the likes of which I have never before reached. So I appreciate your patience with me and thank you for being here. And so many of you have, have been saying that you're waiting for me to come back and I really appreciate the number of you, um, that I've heard that from and each and every single one of you who has said something to me, I really can't tell you how much I appreciate that. I have been going through one of the um, darkest periods of my life. And I, I think though, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn. And I've been saying for a few months now that I'm just stating in the womb of the universe and I am about to be reborn. And it's in conjunction with my Saturn return ending Saturn return goes on for about three years, sometime between the ages of 25 and 30, and I will be done with mine in like five short weeks, and I'm also turning 30 um, in just a couple weeks, and I have successfully moved from San Francisco to the Truckee, um, town of Truckee, which is near Lake Tahoe. It's 20, 30 minutes north of Lake Tahoe. And I'm feeling so lucky to be settled in the mountains. I've been playing in the snow. I've been walking in the sun. I've been running um, lakeside and galloping along the river and having beautiful connections um, with myself and with nature. And those are spiraling out into beautiful connections um, with my people. And I've been disconnecting so much from my purpose myself and you know everything in life is just a metaphor for our connection with ourself right it's just a mirror any problem that you have you boil it down you drill down further you go in deeper you keep moving within that problem well what does that problem show you move within that move within that And every single problem that we have that we look at, we can trace back to ultimately like this connection with ourself, ourself being the universe and everything all at once. We are God and everything can be brought back to this simple connection with ourself. And so when our connections with others are failing, when, when, when life has catastrophically hit us in ways that we don't know how to deal with the key is always going to be look, to look inward and I've been spending a lot of time doing so and I want to thank you for being here with me through that process <sighs> coming back today is definitely in alignment with the cards of today And there's been this part of me that's been scared that I'm going to come back and not know what to say, or for some reason the podcast won't flow as easily. Um, I will say, though, I don't want to make excuses, but I just found out that Mars has been retrograde since September and is finally moving forward again um, as of yesterday, I believe. But there's always this period of kind of stagnation while something is like slowing down as it moves backwards in order to start moving forward. So we're actually in this kind of weird period where um, action is stagnant. And that is really um, synchronistically, yeah, coincidentally, synchronistically um, in line with the new moon that we had the other day. Mars is the planet of action and the planet of passion. And so literally if Mars has been moving backwards since September, our emotions, or sorry, our passions have been moving backward. (laughs) Our actions are just doing the opposite of what we want them to. (laughs) How have you experienced um, some hardship in in the things that you need to do? Some resistance um, to the level of activity that you need to be striving for. I know that I've definitely been dealing with that. And this podcast is a direct example of that. So how has that been true for you? And how are you ready to get back on that horse right now? Y'all, I was about to curse really bad. How are you ready to get back on that freaking horse right now? It is time to get back on the horse. I am tired of wallowing in my own shit. I'm tired of pitying myself I'm tired of telling the story um, in a way that makes me out to be a victim because I have been a victim of a lot of stuff this year but that doesn't mean that I have to tell that story in that way that doesn't mean that I have to play the oh whoa it's me little princess that is not helping anyone it's not helping me it's not helping you it's not helping the world when for me to not talk to y'all for me to not do my work, for me to just put my card readings to a halt because I feel like I'm such a victim that I have to shut up. Healing is not linear and I do not blame myself. I'm not sorry. Um, It is totally appropriate for me to have taken a month off of a daily podcast that I do every single day for free. Um, And it's totally okay for me to be healing from trauma um, but I think for me, what I've really realized just this morning is that what's not okay is to allow that what someone else does to you to fully disconnect you from yourself, because that is what I did. Somebody told me to shut up so hard, told me that I was a negative, hateful, evil person um, so hard um, for telling him that I got assaulted. Um, his What he did was turn that around on me and tell me that I'm evil And sorry, that's like super TMI, but I really do feel like most of you who listen to this, I am, I have close relationships with many of you. Those of you who listen all the time, we talk a lot and I really appreciate you and your presence in my life. And so I want you to know that about me. And this is why somebody telling you to shut up so hard. And obviously this was just a mirror of him Um, and I think I've even talked about this before, but it allowed me to disconnect from myself and it made me shut up, not just to him, but like in a huge way, I've been a bit of a recluse and not talking much to anybody. And I'm trying to get over that and establish my confidence again without being fake. Do you know how many times I've recorded this freaking podcast over this past month of not doing it? I've recorded, I've recorded probably six or seven episodes in just the past, um, week. Little snippets here and snippets there. I want to start to do it. And then I like back out. I don't know. I don't know. It's so funny because sometimes I'll be doing a reading and I hope that you can relate to this in your life. I'm not meaning for this episode to just be talking about me and why I haven't been here, but these are some of the revelations that I've been having. And I hope that some of them are helping you too. Um, and, oh darn, I don't even know what I was going to say. Um, mm, okay, that is totally fine. Um, I do want to say that today y'all is the expansion of the mind and maybe my mind will expand to knowing where it was just, um, supposed to go in that moment, but If we want to keep moving forward, we got to flow with the things that don't happen exactly as we plan. Or sometimes when we lose our train of thought, we got to just keep going. We can't stagnate um, and stick around trying to figure that out. And that's what has been going on in my life. I'm sticking around waiting for closure, like waiting for that guy to apologize to me, um, waiting for the loose ends to tie up and um, for somebody um, other than me to stand up for me um, in the way this person has treated me and gaslighted me, but I'm literally allowing that one person to tear me down so hard. And I hope that this was the last time ever that I allow another person to take away my worth like that. I love myself. I really do. I love my path. I know I freak up all the time. I mess up all the time and I'm really, really hard on myself every single day. And I'm really working on not being so hard on myself. And thinking oh you're a piece of crap like what are you doing even when I work for four or five hours a day um, and then have phone conversations with with people in my community to help them for three or four more hours a day and I end up spending a lot of my time doing my work and I'm still so hard on myself and um, I'm sure that a lot of you can relate to that so today is the three of clubs which is the expansion of the mind and expanding our mind to include understandings like that which we are talking about um the three of clubs is all about bringing in new information that helps us to expand the information that we know the intuitive abilities of ourselves you know like the more you journal the more in touch with your intuitive self you are when you do things like music or sound healing or yoga or meditation or going on a walk, all of these things that are allowing you to get more in touch with yourself are opening you up to the expansion of the mind. And so what we want to try to do is get our mind into a state where it is able to expand. Because we, no matter how much we try, if we're not open to receiving. We're not able to receive. If you are closed off, it doesn't matter how much you really want to receive. Like the concept with money. Um, if you don't believe that you're worth the money, but you really, really, really want the money, but the manifestation stuff you're doing isn't working despite how much you want it because you're not actually, um, feeling like you're worthy of it. And you don't realize that it's these subconscious beliefs that are keeping you, um, from these ideas of worth. Um, We want to get into a space where we can become as open as possible and that's not going to ever happen unless we take the time to try to open Um, and everybody opens up in different ways. But imagine it, I just had um, the vision of a sun as it moves across the sky and, and how a flower follows the Sun during the day right They're they're following the Sun they're trying to get as much light as possible and then they close at night certain flowers and so what is your Sun imagine that you are the flower what is the thing that makes you light up what are some of the things that make you light up and you just want to follow that thing across the sky all day and just when that thing's not in your life you want to like close up and go to sleep we all have these different suns these things that make us open up that that make us want to follow the path right oh that was beautiful and i'm so thankful to be here doing this again i've been so out of touch with myself and like this is just i'm happy to be back and teaching myself um i think i just saw the first snowflakes of this huge winter storm that's about to come into this area I don't even know if you guys can hear me on this podcast, honestly. Um, that was such a beautiful metaphor that I downloaded. Thank you so much, universe. Thank you, great spirit. Thank you, teacher, for bringing that understanding to me. Um, because what my son is <laughs> that makes me light up that I want to chase all the way through life um are, are the cards and the understandings that um, can be gleaned from looking at these mathematical patterns. They are amazing. Literally, y'all, every time I do a reading, I still, every single time, I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. Whoa, I can't believe, whoa. And I'm like, of course it's so cool. Of course I can't believe it. That's the way they work. Literally, the patterns are so cool. You can't believe it. But, you know, as I've... Um, been a little detached like some days I don't even know what the cards of the day are for myself over the past month Um, and like you know I'm not podcasting about them so I wasn't even paying attention I feel like I was just trying to detach and like wasn't being excited about each new day I was getting quite depressed Um, and now I realize that like if anything, doing this would have saved me from that deep, dark hole of feeling unworthy. Um, <clears throat> and I have vowed that, like, never again will I allow myself to lose my sun because some other flower doesn't want to, like, follow the same sun as me or, like, doesn't believe in the sun or whatever metaphor you want to come up with here. Everybody's plants are different. Oh, and so as we want to expand our minds, you know, your mind is going to expand more when you are following your son um, and following the things that make you tick, that make you feel alive, that make you just feel happy and content and like what you're here to do. In Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert talks about um, a friend and or client who who um, ice skated when she was a little girl, but she stopped when she was like 10 Um, but then when she's 40, she just like, doesn't feel alive at all anymore. And she's like, I just don't know what to do. Like, I just feel like life is not worth living. Oh. And then she remembered that like, she always felt the most alive when she was ice skating and she went back and she put on her ice skates. And even though she was 40 years old and was taking lessons in classes with girls that were 12, she was, she felt more alive than she had in a really long time because that was what made her happy. That was what made her feel the most free. And really, if you want to go back, uh, my grandma said this once, but then I actually read a lot about it and, and found out that it, by research it is true. Um, per research, it is true. Literally, what you like when you're a kid is what makes you tick. And you can go back to what you liked when you were three and four and five and six and seven and see into the mind of little baby you, which is the same mind that you have now, albeit it has grown, albeit it has grown some subconscious beliefs, albeit it's grown some fear and some shame and whatever else we're <laughs> all the other things that we're given. But we've also grown with love and, and excitement and compassion, hopefully. Um, but we can go back to our childhood you know, and we can look at those things that we really liked when we were little and we can try to bring them back into our sphere. Um, I was such an avid swimmer when I was little and I said this on, on the podcast maybe in September, but, um, when I first got in the Atlantic ocean, um, again this year in August or September, I cried like a baby for like two hours because, that is where I feel really at home. That's where I feel really comfortable and familiar. Cause that's like where I spent a huge majority of my time when I was young was in the water. Um, I also was singing before I, I talked. My mom always says, um, singing before I spoke, I could sing before I could talk. And, um, I am still just so obsessed with music. I'm getting more obsessed with sound. I'm starting to understand why I love the music so much. It's like, It's about the sound and the healing vibrations of the sound for me, I think, more than the lyrics, just trying to decipher how I've always felt around music. And that's really a cool journey to go on. And I also have always loved patterns and math. I loved patterns and math and I loved reading and writing from a young age. So. These are all things that I still incorporate, that I still freaking love what I did when I was little. And so if I can encourage any of y'all to go back and get into those spaces where you feel comfortable and bring those things back into your life, did you used to run cross country and now you haven't run in forever and you should really just like go over to the forest and take a run because you will cry at how alive you feel because The point of all of these, right, is so that we can open ourselves up as much as possible. The more that we are in a space where we feel comfortable, where we feel safe, where we feel open and taken care of, literally the more open you are to channeling messages from great spirit, from the teacher, the universe, God, source, whatever you want to call, um, all of the other 99% of energies that we cannot see that are on the electromagnetic spectrum, but only, we, I couldn't even say that, electromagnetic spectrum, electromagnetic spectrum, there's all of these different kinds of energy, right? But we can only see visible light, <clears throat> which is like a very minuscule part of the whole spectrum. I don't even know what the percentage is. So I should look into that. But basically, the majority of energies that exist on this earth that we verifiably know about, you and I cannot see bats can see different ones, butterflies can see different ones, but there's a bunch of crap you guys we can't see it. And so there are other things around us working with us. You know that are that are in our auras that are in our spheres that that give us downloads. Somebody recently taught me that if um if if you hear feedback, especially if you're like more of a a clairvoyant type, um if you like hear feedback and nobody else hears it or you like get a ringing in your ears or um, even like something like chills <laughs> just randomly, you are downloading something and you don't always have to be like, what's that? Do you hear that? What What are you trying to teach me? Great spirit. Like what what's going on? Who are you trying to understand it right when it's happening? What you need to do is just be open, relax and receive it and say thank you. Close your eyes, breathe it in. If it feels warm, if it feels if it feels right, of course, um, you can also you know feel when something feels bad. Sometimes, like I was uh, walking around my friend's property, and they have all these like buildings on their property in Miami area, and there was one like room out of like eight different rooms that we looked at back there that just felt wrong. Like it felt to me like someone had been slaughtered in there. And sometimes, you know, I'm probably I might be wrong. I have no idea, but when you can feel energy, other energies do exist. So the more that you can just try to be in tune with what you feel when you go on a walk and you feel the difference when you're in this patch of trees versus when you're in this patch of trees. um, I'm not saying that I think that there's ghosts and fairies like all over you all the time, but I do think that we encounter all sorts of different beings in different planes and Um, that we're not really aware of them because we are just these like solid humans. Um, But I mean, we really get into the philosophical um, nature of that discussion, but um, it all really circles back to the expansion of the mind, the three of clubs, which is the main card of today, November 17th, because the expansion of the mind is most likely to happen when we are feeling open to receiving the, the things that are going to make us expand, right? When you really, when you go to a new country and you are just wide eyed, you're like, I want to taste the food. I want to meet the people. I want to hear the language. I want to see their dance. I want to hear their music. I want to, you know, I want to experience the things the way that they experience them. You're really open to receiving that information. Um, and thus your mind is expanding you are i had an expression for it that i used earlier during a reading but um man i wish i could remember what it was but you're literally just just packing information, intuition, ideas, imagination into your subconscious in ways that you aren't even aware of. And you're also impacting your conscious self, your intentional self. When you learn more things, when you do new things, when you're open to receiving new things, and the most easy way the most likely way for you to become more open whether it's you sitting in your bed being more open being in your community and being more open being in a different country and being more open wherever you are the more in touch you are with yourself and what you love and what you do the more open you are all the time I truly believe that because you become more vulnerable you become more authentic you become more genuine you become more trusting when you just Uh, uh, acknowledge your inherent divinity and your inherent sacred nature which is everything and nothing which is present in every freaking living being oh so please allow today to expand your mind please allow this new season to expand your mind Please take the three of clubs with you everywhere you go. The three of clubs is also known as the writer. So people who are born on this day, my friend Kat, who was born today, happy birthday to Kat, um, is such an incredible writer. And that's why the writer and the expansive mind are like two interchangeable titles for this card because the mind of a writer is a mind that is always expanding its own mind and others' minds. Because like I say a lot... I really uphold journaling. I encourage every single person on this earth to journal, no matter your age or sex or anything else about you. Everybody needs to journal because you have a treasure trove inside of you that is just waiting uh, to be discovered. And when we write, we discover it. When I speak, I discover it. When you do anything creative, you discover it. And so really the three of clubs is just one of the main cards of the artist. But, um, But the writer is such a good example of of the kind of artistry that is expanding your mind as well as expanding others. So that's why that is the card of today. And I haven't done a podcast since it's been Scorpio season. Um, My last podcast was during Libra season. And so there's something very different about Scorpio. Scorpio is ruled by Mars and Pluto, whereas every other sign of the Zodiac only gets one ruler. I'm a, I'm a Sagittarius. We're ruled by Jupiter. Capricorns are ruled by Saturn. Um, Libras and Taurus are ruled by Venus, so on and so forth. Every Zodiac sign is only ruled by one planet except for Scorpio. This is why Scorpios are some of the most complex Some of the most compassionate, some of the most deep, some of the most sensitive. Um, They're the zodiac sign of desire, combining the passion of Mars with the revolution and transformation of Pluto. So if you were to get a card reading from me, most likely, unless you're Scorpio, I would tell you about your main card, your birth card. Your main card, sorry, is your birth card. And that's based on your birthday, which is like today's the three of clubs. Whatever day you're born on, your birth card is the card of that day. But then you also have a planetary ruling card, which is going to be different. Um, And that's usually based on your ruling planet. So a king of clubs who is uh, ruled by Venus because he's a Libra is going to be different than a king of clubs who's ruled by Mercury because he's a Gemini. One of them would be the King of Clubs, Jack of Diamonds, the Gemini, and one of them would be the King of Clubs, Four of Hearts, the Libra, so, um, or the Taurus. So today, we not only have the Three of Clubs and one other card that I'm going to add together to make the Dharma card of today, which is what I've been doing in previous episodes. I take the Birth card, the Planetary Ruling card, and I add them together to get the Dharma card of the day. But um, Scorpios actually have three ruling cards because you don't just look at their main card and their Venus card. You look at their main card in their Mars card and their Pluto card since they're ruled by Mars and Pluto. Sorry for taking such a long time to explain that, but um, it was worthwhile for it to come out for some reason that I'm unaware of. So the Mars card of today. Which is what we should be passionate about today is the seven of clubs, the elevation of our mind, elevating our mind to new heights, (sighs) elevating above the temptation to worry or be anxious or be afraid or to dwell on the past or to do any of the other negative things that our minds are always doing. No matter who we are, I consider myself to be a very, very positive person and still sometimes The negativity, you know, I think that's really important. I did want to make that point that like, you know, even the most positive people, even people who really feel like they are the happiest people are still going to have a bout where they can't do their daily thing for a month because they're so out of whack because of the world and because being a human is hard. Um, so today I'm choosing to elevate above the temptation to let my mind any longer think that I'm not good enough or that nobody wants to hear the things I say, because so many of you have reached out to me and then like, where are you? I want to hear the things you say. And God, I, it's just such an understatement to say that I appreciate that. Um, so what is your mind feeling tempted to do these days? I asked that question whenever the seven of clubs comes up. But, you know, likely your mind has been tempted recently to do some things that you really wish it wouldn't. So what can you do to elevate above that today? I am choosing to reconnect with y'all and not allow those voices in my head telling me that I'm not good enough to win. I'm not going to let them win anymore. And so I hope that you can choose to think in some sort of way or speak in some sort of way or express yourself in some sort of way where you are also not going to be at the mercy of the negative patterns that your mind takes, the negative cycles that your mind perpetuates. Seven of clubs has a lot of wit and charm and hilariousness. And it really wants you to embrace today passionately rising above negativity to embrace the positivity. When we stop worrying about everything, we can go have some fun. Seven of Clubs is Robin Williams' card. He made us all laugh so much. He was going through his own stuff, but you know what? He knew what was more important, going to make everybody laugh. He could only do it for so long, so can all of us, but on the Seven of Clubs day, we're all encouraged to elevate our minds. We have more of an opportunity to elevate our minds today. And to get started, each new day is like a lesson. I was thinking about the life path today and how like because each year you have main, you have like a bunch of cards. Um, Some of them go for the whole year and then some of them are only for 52 days, so on and so forth. But it's like every time they're like your Mercury lessons are leading into your Venus lessons, are leading into the next 52 days lessons, are leading into the next 52 days lessons. And all overall, they like all come together to like make one big lesson of the year but that big lesson is changing every year and if you go back and you look at the lessons that you are supposed to be learning over the last years you can absolutely draw like so much synonymity um from the things that have gone on in your life and then what you've come to be accordingly it is really, really crazy. And so um, in that same way, I'd like to uh, just give a shout out to the Cards of the Day because they're trying to teach us something new every day. And that's why I started this podcast. And, you know, I have not been tapping into the lessons of the Cards of the Day and and I've been missing out accordingly. I've been um, I've been quite stagnant, but just over the past week since um, getting up here to the Tahoe National Forest, I have been feeling this overwhelming new sense of productivity, of compassion, of commitment. Um, So thank you so much for waiting for me and I would like to be back with you a lot more often. So how can you elevate your mind today? And finally, the Pluto card of today. I'm doing a long episode today, but (laughs) I figure it's well overdue. Um, The seven of spades, y'all. It's really the perfect day to come back the seven of spades is the card of faith and the card of trust and the card of hope. Um, and seven of spades, y'all, this is one of the hardest cards that there is. Um, because seven, it's a spiritual number, right? It represents temptation. We were just talking about the temptation of the mind. But the seven of spades is the temptation of the spirit. And the spirit can only be gotten to through the heart and then the mind and then the body and then you get the spirit. First, it starts in your heart. You feel something. So then your club, you express it. But then diamonds, you have to actually put it into action. You can't just think it or say it. You have to actually do it. And only when all of those pieces are achieved together can you get to the spirit of the spade. So this seven of spades, it represents temptation of the heart. From from wanting to get back with your ex, that kind of temptation, to wanting to throw a freaking temper tantrum like a little six-year-old, that kind of temptation, to wanting to just block someone because you don't want to deal with them anymore, that kind of temptation, What kind of emotional and social temptations do you experience? And think of like the depth of all of that kind of stuff that you've had to go through. All right. That's, that's the first part. Keep that. Now, the second part is going to be the temptations of the mind that we just talked about, the seven of clubs, um, where, where your mind is just running away with you. Um, And when, and what you're tempted to think, are you tempted to judge others? Are you tempted to judge yourself? Are you tempted to like think that your circumstances are the worst possible circumstances? What is your, how is your mind tempted? And think of the depth of all of those hardships that you've endured in your mind, uh, and the temptations of your mind over the course of your life. So that's the second part. Keep that. Now, the third part is the temptations of the flesh, carnal temptations, sexuality, Pro- promiscuity or bingeing food um you know me like needing to have a sweet every freaking night like no wonder i got this little chocolate belly um um what other temptations of the flesh do we have um materiality is a temptation of the flesh like wanting you know you like need to put on oh so much makeup or have this cool car or cell phone um or monetary temptations um in this i like put um people who are willing to like abuse others um in a physical sense like how have you experienced the temptations of being a physical bodied human drugs alcohol are huge ones that a lot of people can relate to, if not personally, definitely familially or communally. So that's a third bucket. Now we have to take all of these buckets and throw them into one bigger bucket to get what the seven of spades means. And then we're going to add a little more on top of that. Because the seven of spades is saying you're tempted emotionally and socially. You're tempted mentally and psychologically. You're tempted um, physically and financially and materially. And now all of those are going to come together into just the temptation of being a human at all. When you think of like being tempted in all of those ways at once... You know, it's like makes it you not even want to live anymore because that is so hard. Life is just temptation. It's constantly just being like na 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 na. na. You can't freaking catch me. You can't rise above me. I'm drugs. I'm gonna make you smoke me. Oh, I'm sex. I'm gonna make you have me. I'm money. I'm gonna make you die for me. Like okay, you get that temptation, that temptation, that temptation. People who are sevens will have to live their life going through this temptation all the time. And the seven of spades, they get the most of it. Seven of spades is such a really crazy card. They test, their faith is tested and they also test others' faith so hard. They make you having a seven of spades can make you lose faith it can be the most depressed that you ever get it can just make you lose faith in everything but the whole point of losing faith in everything is so that you can develop your own faith in yourself which is everything and it all comes back again to that ultimate connection with yourself because you are everything Seven of spades teaches us to develop our own faith by, again, what is that sun that's moving across your sky, you beautiful little flower? Look towards that. Let that give you faith. And don't let that sun be another person or some material object let your son be something that just makes you light up like you like like you love going to look for flowers um and trying to match them to your wildflower book like just being in nature lights you up don't let another person be your son that you follow around the world <laughs> um you want your son to be something that's so much bigger than any one any one being sometimes we do, um, like with a child with special needs, we do have like need to devote our life to one person and allow our son to be another person. But in general, I would say most of us that are listening today, your son is something else that lights you up. So allow that to bring you to your own faith, you know, in the universe in yourself in this life. I'm definitely using this hard today to redevelop my faith in myself and my purpose, my dedication to this podcast that I'm so sorry I've been away from for so long. It feels so natural to be back on talking, and I feel so blessed that there are so many people who want to hear the things I have to say. I've been so disconnected from that, y'all. I have been so selfishly disconnected that I've not been sharing the gifts that I have to share because one person told me to shut up and I promise I'm never going to allow that to happen again. I know that the louder I speak my truth, the louder the voices are going to be shouting over me and trying to get me to shut up. There's always going to be people in the crowd that boo. There's always going to be people who press dislike on the freaking YouTube video. There's always going to be the haters. Okay? Okay. And I know when somebody told me that I am the most negative person they've ever met, that that's not true. And what they say is just a mirror and that I cannot take it personally. And they were just trying to bash me with the thing that I could take the most personally that would get me down the most. And you know what? It worked. And they won for a little bit. Now I'm back. I'm coming back with a vengeance, with a battle cry. All right, y'all. I hope this was a little bit of what you needed today. I love you. I miss you. I'm back. I'm here for you. Always. Satnam. Namaste. Create your own luck today and every day. Bye. Thank you. I love you.